the world we know ended in the year 2019, but we'll start to understand it only now. Technological advantages became people's weakest point. Global universal healthcare systems proved to almost fail under pressure. Modern democratic world shaking and being on the doorstep of war. And that's only the start of the end. Poverty, pandemics, nuclear war, mental health problems, economical uncertainty, increase in inequality all over the world. How the world we know ended after 2019, here in this podcast episode. Since 2019, the world has experienced several major changes, including the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, which has caused widespread illness and death, and led to significant disruptions in economies, healthcare systems, and, of course, daily life. Additionally, there have been political and social changes, such as US Capitol riot on January 6th, 2021, the Black Lives Matter protests and movements, and increased focus on issues related to race, inequality, and political polarization. And right now I'm only talking about the United States. And of course, let's not forget the technologically advancements in eras such as artificial intelligence, remote work, and e-commerce, which have accelerated drastically. However, it's also worth mentioning that many positive changes and developments have taken place as well, such as increased efforts towards sustainability and renewable energy, and advances in medicine and science. But why? Do these topics sound like a pretty dystopian future? The problem here is that many positive changes which I have mentioned, and of course sustainability, renewable energy, advances in medicine and so on, in most cases are available only to the richest percent of the population of Earth. So as I have talked in the episodes before, so for example renewable energy or, for, or the same electrical vehicles, here we have the problems with cobalt, the cobalt so slavery conditions of people who are working in the cobalt mines, and of course the problems of the waste after the lithium-ion batteries. And of course if we are talking about medicine and science, the medicine and science, as, the, as it was shown in the COVID-19 pandemic at its best, the most advanced medical care, the most advantages of the modern science and medicine are available only to uh, several percent of people all around the world. Because of course, the vaccines, they were paid for, but if you catch COVID, and you catch COVID in the pretty severe case, in that case, it may happen so that a usual kit in order for you to survive, in order for you to breathe, may be not available if you are not rich enough or if you not live in a rich enough country. The same sustainability which I was talking about a little bit before, the same thing is only available for people who are rich enough in order to pay more for the same things in order to be more sustainable. And of course, if we are talking about climate change, of course climate change continues to be a pressuring global issue, with increasing attention being paid to the effects of the greenhouse emissions and of course the need for action to reduce them, but, how tragically it may sound, but the most, the most blame is laid towards a usual citizens. Usual citizens should buy electrical vehicles, should get the, their electricity from renewable sources, should buy that, should not buy that, but at the same time the most companies 
will not change a thing, at least they will be pressured to. So the same companies which produces something from China, for example, or the same companies who are producing anything, like you name anything, which is being produced, and if the country this factory, this plant is located in, if this country doesn't have strict ecological policies, in that time this factory, this plant, will do absolutely nothing to reduce the same greenhouse gas emissions and will do absolutely nothing in order to help the environment. And of course, we now use a big amount of digital technologies. The digital technologies have expanded significantly and with increased reliance on online communication, e-commerce and remote work. Of course, it may seem like a good thing, but at the same time, let's not forget that online communication is much worse than the traditional ways of communication, communication in person and so on, because online communication has a very, very drastic effect on your mental health. The same e-commerce so will lead us to the consumption population who consumes all of the time, who buys useless things to impress useless people, and that's very, very poor idea to live by. And of course, the same remote work which seems like a big leap forward in our modern world, at the same time remote work have shown us during the COVID pandemic that remote work, of course, it works, it's better than no work at all, but it shows that people tend to have to have more problems with the same mental health. And it makes people more lazy because right now, right now, all you need in order to survive is actually to have a home and to have some of the technological advancements of our life. So that will be a PC, a connection to the internet, mobile phone, and pretty much it, because if you have a distant work, like by your computer at home, so you are available to not leave your house like at all for months. Because if you need some food, you can order and delivery. If you don't want to cook, you can order delivery as well. If you do not want to go shopping for almost anything, starting from a car and ending with a pair of socks, you can order the same name Amazon delivery, if you of course living in UK or US, if you live in Europe, so it will be horrible, horrible one-week delivery to your doorstep. And of course, if we're talking about the same country as, for example, Latvia, I can order almost absolutely everything from Apple or from Samsung with one-hour delivery to my doorstep. So it makes people lazy, it has a great impact on the, on the person's mental health, and that's not the most obvious thing what people think about if we're talking about distant work, their remote work. And that's what we have as a problem, because of course remote work for most cases also is a very poor thing to work by because of such things as people being lazy as it is, but of course people are being not in the environment to work so the results of their work is much worse than it would be with the, with the simple indoor, in-office work. Of course, the next thing is the geopolitical landscape, which has shifted, with the new tensions arisen between different countries and changes in power dynamics. So here, I suppose the most famous thing, the most uh, talked about thing right now, is the conflict between Ukraine and Russia, and it wouldn't be such a horrible thing if we wouldn't be talking about a major, major war in Europe, which, which, which is happening right now and which has been over here 
for almost one year. And of course, it wouldn't be such a horrible thing if we wouldn't talk about one of the major, one of the major atomic countries in the world. So Russia obviously has a nuclear power to wipe the globe out like in a couple of hours. And at the same time, we have Ukraine, which is being strong enough with the support of the Western countries and the Western continent at all. And we have the problem that in either case scenario, it's pretty shitty what we have right now and what we can have in future, because in case if the Russia wins, in that case, we may have another absolutely horrible country and because the Russia right now tends to show us how the USSR, so the Soviet Union and the Nazi Germany combined together will look like, because what has happened for tens of years in uh, Russia, in the Russian continent and in Germany, it has happened uh, right now in something around one year. So right now we have repressions, right now we have lots of people running out from Russia, we have really strict policies, we have like global war and so on and so on, so we can continue talking about it for a really long time. And so we see that right now this tension is being very horrible because it takes only one pretty crazy man in Russia in order to start a global nuclear war. And we are actually on the doorstep of it, because right now, if the Russia wins, we are screwed. And if Ukraine wins, in that case, nothing stops Putin and nothing stops the Russian government from starting a nuclear war. And the next improvements that have happened during the last years is that there have been advancements in fields such as medicine and biotechnology with new treatments and cures for various diseases like being discovered and developed, but here's also a very big but in both of the meanings and the thing is that first of all these modern cures and treatments are available for the richest part of the globe and also the problem here is that in order to find a new treatment, new cure, new medicine and so on, it takes first of all more than one person to discover it because right now all of these treatments and developments and cures are a big team like development, big team advancement. And of course the thing is that right now it takes lots of funding, lots of money. Because as COVID, as COVID has shown us that it takes a big pandemic in order for the globe to find vaccine in what, like a, like a year or so? Of course there were uh, such procedures which helped to, to achieve this, uh, uh, this vaccine much faster, but at the same time the thing is that it takes something really big in order to have an improvement, because right now everything, each and every step forward in order in science and in medicine as well it takes lots of funding and right now the thing which will not bring to the corporations lots of money it will not be developed because the covid vaccine it was uh, the thing which lots of people lots of countries expected and were ready to pay like ridiculous amounts of money even beforehand before the vaccine was even ready but if we're talking about something such insignificant as, for example, the treatment, the really good treatment for the same cancer, the really good treatment for the Parkinson's or and so on. In that case, first of all, we have uh, un 
like in enough funding like at all and also at the same time it is not a very perspective sphere in order for development of cure and treatment because let's say one time we will develop something as good as a vaccine from cancer like from any type of cancer and right now we have a multi-billion dollar like companies which uh, lived on uh, the already existing cures from cancer like being dropped off because and right now this fear is taken by this vaccine so here we have like conflict on interest because uh, lots of major companies lots of pharmaceutical companies are taking a big part in uh, treating right now such diseases so <laughs> so developing something like a vaccine from these diseases like seems pretty unlogical and of course the thing which i have talked before is that the new treatments new cures new technologies are only available for the richest parts of the globe and by that i do not mean like uh, the good treatments the uh, are available only to elon Musk's like uh, like masons and so on right now i'm talking about like ordinary people but these ordinary people need to have lots of money like really good insurance like really good paychecks in order to get an access to that because right now if we're talking about the united states if you do not have like like awesome insurance like like platinum insurance or diamond insurance in that case you do not have access to to these latest technologies and if we are talking about such countries for example as latvia these technologies will not come to latvia for a really really long time because of course latvia is european union country it's a nato country it's a it's a country pretty good developed for its size and its background but at the same time we do not have access to the latest and greatest technologies in the same medicine or biotechnology of course the next thing which uh, by the way has chat gpd so artificial intelligence uh, made for me is that the gaming industry has grown with the increasing popularity of mobile pc and console gaming like it seems like a good thing isn't it but let's not forget that both mobile pc and console gaming first of all is made for companies to <laughs> receive really big amount of money and if we're talking about mobile gaming mobile gaming especially this niche was created in order to like spend minimal resources and to get great benefits so all of this gaming and especially mobile gaming is uh, tended toward the dopamine system so in order for you to spend the most time in these pretty simple games in most cases and in order for you to spend a lot of money in these your favorite mobile games and also unfortunately the latest tendency has shown us that the same pc and console gaming are are leading towards the same trend because it it gives you the most benefits and you have to spend the least resources and so right now this industry is not about the same entertainment like you play a couple of hours like a week and that's enough no right now the same gaming industry needs for you to spend like a couple of hours a day a couple of hours every couple of hours and so these games are getting more and more addictive because right now these games are being produced not in, in most part not uh, by the people who are going to give you like a really good plot a, a really good twist a, a really good gameplay but right now it's being made so it can impact your dopamine system so the same we can tell also about the social networks 
that same TikTok, it keeps you in the loop because you have a so-called infinity loop with the same TikTok, so you can scroll infinitely and you are being shown like really, really short videos, really entertaining videos, so you cannot skip and you feel like you really need to see this video from start to, to an end because it's short, it's, uh, uh, it's very interesting and at the same time you may say to yourself that, you know, if this video is short, like, I can watch it from start to the end, because you cannot say that, for example, for a couple of hours video of, of YouTube, because, uh, you know, I have things to do, I have places to be, and so I will postpone uh, watching this video. But if we're talking about TikTok, here we have lots of short videos, and here we go, we go to the infinity loop, you get your dopamine, and you get really addicted to the same social media. So the same is coming to the gaming industry, and unfortunately, right now, it looks like the gaming industry is beginning to tend towards the most addictive pattern. Also, next thing is that virtual events and experiences have become more prevalent due to pandemic and limitations on in-person gatherings. So that, from the first point of view, it's like, okay, that's great. I can agree that it was great when we, when we were talking about a global pandemic when, like, uh, half of the population was ill or half of the population had a great risk to be ill, but right now when we are talking about in-person gatherings, it tends to have more benefits to your mental health because you are socializing, you are being among humans. And why though the virtual events are being more popular? So first of all, and that's money, because as you can see in the lots of this list, money is number one reason for change. Because virtual events is obviously much cheaper to organize than in-person event. It takes uh, less people in order to organize it, in order to produce it. Because let's say we are talking about a singer, like uh, a rapper, it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all. But in that case, you need the rapper itself and a couple of people in order to run the stream for the people who have got the tickets. But if you are talking about in-person gatherings, in-person events, in that case you need lots of people, lots of space, lots of time and uh, like money management, and it's uh, simply inefficient. And of course, one of the most important problems is that people tend to have all they need right from home, because you can attend lots of virtual events, even at the same time, from your computer from home, but you cannot do that with in-person gatherings. Like from the first point of view, it's like a good thing, it's like okay. But if we're talking like more logistically and more from the mental health mental health problem, you are being like you think that you can be self-sufficient from your home. But the thing is that uh, socializing is uh, a very big aspect of every person's uh, emotional uh, psychological development. And here we have that uh, these virtual events keep happening more often. And so here we have another big problem. Next thing is that space exploration has continued with private companies like SpaceX making significant advances in rocket technology and plans for lunar missions and interplanetary level. And here we also have another problem. As I said before, it has been done for money purposes only. 
Of course, you can say that almost everything is made for money purposes only, but if we're talking about space exploration, here we are talking about private companies who want to have more money from the richest part of the world. And right now I'm not talking about these people, about an average, peop average person in the United States and Europe who can afford like a pretty average healthcare or even a good healthcare and who can go like on vacation, who can travel and so on. Right now we're talking about the richest people in the world because obviously space exploration like lunar missions and interplanetary travel costs a lot. And here we also have inequality. Here we also have that these explorations by the same space acts is being made not in the purpose of science, not in the purpose of uh, finding like a really good solution for something, not in order to understand whether we are the only in the world. This is being done in order to receive more money and it also tends to make inequality gap even bigger. Next thing, and in my personal opinion, it's one of the most important things right now, most of the most, more, most important problems right now, and that's issues related to privacy and data security, because it have become increasingly prominent with debates over the appropriate use of personal information and data by governments and corporations. And here we have it, because uh, let's be honest, who can say honestly when they when it was last time when you have read at least one page of the agreement when you are downloading some software when you're downloading like an app on your phone when you are updating some game and so on you just press agree and proceed and that's pretty much it but if you would read this agreement you may find that it's pretty much horrifying because these companies and governments as well may have access to lots of your data, to your geolocation, and so on. Because if you have had interest in uh, such thing, in uh, advertising, as personalized advertising, in that case you may find that it's pretty horrifying even based on the open source things we can really find. But right now I am not talking about the thing that your phone is listening to you, because, you know, it's uh, hard to prove and, uh, you know, it uh, sounds like right now more like conspiracy theories. But if we are talking about this thing, this simple thing as cookies, which in Europe you press agree and proceed every single time you visit any website, in that case you may find that this, the simple cookies, the simple, this simple system plays a great role in advertising. It tends to play on your, the same dopamine system on you receiving the products that you really want to have but you do not really need because let's remember the last time you have bought something not based on the advertising not based on something trendy and based on the thing that you really need when was the last time you have bought uh, for me and right now i'm talking about me for example when, when was the last time when i have bought some piece of technology which i really needed like, I don't remember that. I suppose it was uh, the time when my uh, wireless keyboard broke and I have got myself an, like a new wireless keyboard, the only one. So right now I have like four or five of them. They have goes with mouses, like, and so on. And it is all based on the same advertising. It's all based about privacy and data security. Because right now the most part of our lives, the most part of our data, is stored in clouds 
and the weather corporations they and the governments can get access to these files it's like a question of the ethics it's the question of whether we can prove it and right now we cannot say for sure whether this is true but if we are going to look at the same advertising we can see that our data is being played by and right now we can receive the advertising of the things which we are really looking for because let's say for example you want to get a map of a star system how it looked from the place on earth when you were born at the time you were born and you do not know the name of the company all you need to do like not only google it like you may google it for like five or ten minutes and you will get the advertising the ads of this thing on various websites for like a month or two for a really long time and you will get the specific thing you were looking for even despite the fact that you couldn't find one at once this was like an actual example of how i was looking for a gift for my friend who really wanted such thing but i didn't know i haven't met this thing before in my life and i couldn't find it couldn't find this company like at once but after that like for a couple of months i kept uh, getting these advertisements and uh, i'm not even talking like about newsletter like newsletter it's another cheat code for you to receive like advertisements directly to your mail system and of course if we're talking about privacy and data security right now the data which may seem irrelevant for lots of people let's say for example your phone model like you're not hiding it don't you and even this simple thing if we're talking about lots of people lots of <laughs> phone models it may give lots of information to people not only in advertising but but also in governments you know in different defense corporations and so on so i can talk about this issue for a really long time but i hope you get the idea and the next thing which frightens me a little bit is remote learning and education which have become like more prevalent due to pandemic and uh, the shift towards digital technologies and it's like a logical thing to do during the pandemic but that's not the shift in the educational system we were waiting for four years actually because the school systems the university system it hasn't changed like gradually for a very long period of time because if we will compare like university systems uh, in the 18th century and in the 21st century there will not be a lot of difference of course different subjects different um, a little bit different approaches but in most cases it's uh, all the same but what do we have now we have now the same approaches the same tactics the same books the same methods but right now the thing we have is that you can do it from home and as praxis has shown doing something from home is not the most efficient way of doing things and also let's not forget about inequality if we are talking about technologies because what it how it was before uh, how it was before for a person to receive like a basic school education so when you when you are like leaving for the first form at your like local school all you need is a like piece of paper a pencil and that's pretty much it like you can study on a pretty good level but if we are talking about digital technologies if we are talking about distant learning in that case here we have an inequality because people who want to receive this education really need to have pretty expensive technologies and here we have another gap 
between people who can afford it and who cannot afford it. Of course, lots of schools say that like we can provide you a laptop, we can provide you a tablet, but will these students be on the same level as their peers? Uh, I really, really doubt that. And also, remote learning has uh, proved, on me personally as well, that it gives you lots of access to doing things unethically, on, on doing things not in the right time, on uh, like faking your knowledge, and so on. And here we have another problem, like we will get specialists who really will have like maybe better grades, but who will know even less. Next thing, which actually may be a really good thing, and that's that there has been a rise in activism and advocacy with people using the same social media and other platforms to raise awareness and affect change on various issues. And here you may say, like, where is the problem in that? And the problem in that is that here we are talking only about a really smart part of the COPE's population. Because right now we're talking about Western countries, we're talking about Europe, United States, Canada, and here we have the thing that people are raising awareness about uh, the same inequality, about race inequality, about gender inequality, about such great problems. But at the same time we are forgetting about such simple things as uh, getting access to a simple healthcare, about uh, the same access to like a job, to a school in uh, really poor regions. Right now I'm not telling that uh, we should forget everything and uh, go to activism for, <laughs> for like uh, really poor countries, but the thing here is that this activism is only made by pretty rich people, pretty wealthy people, if we're talking about the whole globe, and it's uh, tended toward the, the same rich people. Here we have the thing that it's a pretty pathetic thing to do, the same activism, because you're not actually helping almost no one. And uh, in that case scenario, if uh, we will see the whole globe, it's not a big problem. And most of the problems the people are fighting for, these problems have been solved like, for a really long period of time. And next thing, which can also go like hand in hand to the um, activism, and that's uh, the trend towards sustainable living and environmentally friendly practices, which has continued and with more emphasis uh, being placed on reducing waste and preserving natural resources. And right here we can see the, the same hypocrisy, uh, which uh, can be met almost everywhere in, in this list. And the thing here is that if we're talking about preserving natural resources, here we have a problem of that we are for preserving natural resources in our country, so we are for forests, all green and so on, but we don't give a damn about the same forest in Brazil, about Amazon. And like, like what? You have a wildfire there? Like, well, we don't give a fuck. Like what? We have a huge forest in California? Eh, okay, we may fight that, but that's not a really big of a problem. And the same can go almost everywhere, because people are quite hypocritic about this thing. Also, the same thing with uh, reducing waste. Like, yes, I will reduce my personal waste. Yes, you may save like a couple of kilograms per year on your waste, but at the same time the company which produces the same goods, like your ecological goods, the goods you are 
buying like with increased price but waste free it has uh, the same waste amount the, the more waste amount even in some cases and here we have the same hypocrisy like it tends to create a picture that we are fighting for nature we are fighting for ecology but the same companies which produce the most waste among all of the spheres like they don't give a damn because uh, we don't have a right policies and if we and if we have these policies still we need to look for these companies because if they are not pressured nothing will happen absolutely nothing and so here the same hypocrisy with the ecology next thing which has actually changed from the 2019 is that the job market has shifted with a growing demand for technology related roles and a decrease in certain traditional industries like from the first point of view like okay it has always happened like if we're talking about 18th 19th century right there it was like uh, people needed less farmers and more like industry workers like that's okay right now we need less one specialties and more the same technological related roles like technologically related specialities but over here we have some problems the problem is that the most of these things about most of these cross specialties cross specialties with technologies is actually a road which will lead you to actually losing your job because right now the same thing the same thing which has almost everything in the modern world heard about and that's ChatGPT, the open source almost open source i suppose like open for every people to use uh, ai which can give you a lot of information it's like for now better than google it uh, can write scripts and for, for example right now i am recording this podcast and uh, the lot of theses i am getting from chan gpt and it took me like minute or two in order to create it and here we have that people who are working right now in technology related specialties they are something like shooting in their own leg because i suppose that in a decade or two here you go you are jobless simply because if you are right now on a for example junior position or something in the middle like i suppose that in a couple of years your position will be your, your work the work you're doing will be done by the same ai the same as it is for example right now with the same mid journey so mid journey if you don't know is an ai who can draw based on uh, on the words you are typing so for example if i will type like draw me a pig in a pool and uh, add some effect so for example i will write there rtx 8k like uh, shoot on a sony a7s cam with the 18 millimeter focus length uh, and so on and so a little bit of this data it will render me like in minutes even in seconds in some cases a really good image the image that usual graphic designer will take i suppose a couple of days drawing and here we have that these uh, low or medium skilled drawers right now have uh, less and less job uh, less and less work like actually because right now this job can be made by the same ai and uh, this job can be made like more with more quality it make me can be made faster better and with less stress for the person who wants to get this image so for example i have created a really good images like in the, in a matter of seconds and i have paid for it eight dollars a month like eight dollars a month it's all what takes for a modern person to get access to the to actually ai who can draw for you and so 
Right now, I don't need uh, low and middle skilled people in order to grow, in order to draw. So, so these people either need to grow or they need to find another sphere of working. So the job market which have shifted actually will get us almost nowhere because I suppose that the further we'll go and the, <laughs> the further we'll see that it will be either extra rich people or it will be extra poor people and this gap will widen with each year. Next thing is that the travel industry has been greatly impacted by the pandemic, so restrictions on international travel and changes in consumer behavior. And so right now we see that people, after the, the major crisis of COVID, has began to travel again. And from the one point of view it's like, okay, like that's great, isn't it? But here we are forgetting that people tend to forget what has happened to them like a couple of months ago. And so people are still traveling, but the COVID, it hasn't gone nowhere, like the pandemic still exists, this disease still exists, and right now, even despite the fact that the travel is uh, getting uh, much, much easier, you know, like you need the less resources in order to travel, like at the same time, you and lots of people are forgetting about the risks related to travel. And of course, if we are talking about the modern political situation, which I have talked before the same Ukraine-Russian war, the same travel has begun to be a little bit complicated at first and a little bit dangerous at first, because almost nothing saves you from being shot in the airplane, from being shot on the road by some uh, group of people, by some... Uh, pretty radical group of people. And here we have, here we have another problem. But to be honest, I'd say that travel industry, which has been greatly impacted by pandemic and right now we have less restrictions and the flights are a little bit cheaper right now, it's good, it's better. But at the same time, some companies and some hotels are trying to compensate the COVID years, the years when they had almost known clients, by increasing the prices and also this is question to the economical system that the prices keep growing and that the prices keep growing here we have another problem that the salary is growing not fast enough comparing to the prices on lots of major goods and here i am not even talking only about travel industry and the next question which for me as you may know is quite actual one is the mental health and that the mental health has become a more prominent issue so with the pandemic and other factors leading to like increased stress, anxiety, depression for many and many people. And talking about mental health problems, like let's say that right now we have increased stress and increased pressure because fast-paced and competitive nature of modern society can lead to increased stress and pressure, which can contribute to the mental health problems. The same things with the technology and social media. Like the rise of technology and social media have led to changes in the way people communicate and interact, which can have and have the negative impact on mental health as well. The same economic uncertainty, the economic instability and job insecurity in the 21st century and especially after and during the COVID have contributed to increased stress and anxiety. And also, the thing which is actually good that increased awareness and stigma reduction, like, like th there has been a growing recognition of the importance of mental health, which has led to increased awareness and reduced stigma. So that means that we have encouraged more people to seek help and support their mental health issues. But at the same time, it means that right now, talking about numbers, we have more people with the same mental health 
issues. Also, global events, major global events such as uh, natural disasters, terrorist attack, war, for example, the same COVID-19 pandemic have had significant impact on mental health and people's well-being. And there are lots of lots of other other factors, but as I have noticed, the more e the more easier the easier people's life became, the more people can afford to be lazy, the worse mental health of each and every person becomes. So right now, you should not only think about how to get money, you should also think how to spend them, where to spend them. Like right now, uh, in order to have uh, like normal, like reasonable, good mental health, it's not like a passive ability. Right now, you need to spend lots of time and lots of money in this sphere of your life in order to provide that. And that's pretty terrifying. Next thing which has changed from the year 2019 and that's the use of drones and other unmanned aerial vehicles and that's become more widespread and uh, with applications in areas such as delivery, agriculture and uh, like search and rescue and also such funny thing as war. And it may seem like uh, almost a good thing because uh, delivery with drones like uh, agriculture, help with agriculture, like search and rescue, like, that's a good thing, isn't it? From one point of view, yes, but here we have the same problem as with lots of advanced technologies and the risk of cybersecurity. Because the same drones can be used in lots of ways and, uh, for example, right now almost nothing stops modern people from buying a same, let's say, DJI Mavic and uh, sticking a bomb, sticking a grenade under it and flying like in some group of people, flying in some window. And we have actually seen that in the war in Ukraine, where they have used civil drones. Usual drones used to film like really good shots. They have used the same drones as the drones against tanks, drones against people, like uh, the, the other military units, and so on. So it's pretty terrifying right now. And uh, the cybersecurity of this thing is also terrifying because the drones, and especially the drones used in the same agricultural facilities, in the same search and rescue, it's not like a small thing, it's really, it's really big things, and uh, let's say like a small car flying around you and which can uh, lose control because of a cyber attack. Of course, cyber security keeps growing, but let's not forget that we may see advantages of the cyber security, how, it, uh, how it's uh, getting greater, but at the same time, let's not forget that the companies who are producing these drones may have a backdoor to these drones, and also the backdoor, they, it can be used by people with not good intentions. And the last thing which ChatGPT, the AI, has mentioned for me, which has changed from the year 2019, and that's fashion industry, which has seen changes with a growing emphasis on sustainable and ethically produced clothing. And here we have the same problem as with ecology right now in the modern society, because ethically produced clothing, like, that's okay, but first of all, that's a not math thing, like, only a couple of companies, like, we are ethically producing our clothing, and we are like, focusing on sustainability, but we have other problem right here, because if we're talking about fashion industry, none of the fashion industry is leaping toward the thing of person needing to buy like one suit for their lifetime, like one pair of jeans for a decade. 
Right now, everything is being made, first of all, in order for you to get a new thing quicker, and also the fashion itself is made for you in order to buy more and more things. Because if before, almost all of your wardrobe can be packed in a couple of suitcases, right now, for most people, in order for you to pack your wardrobe, you will need a DPD delivered to another country, because you cannot place it in all of your suitcases, even if you really, really want to. Of course, there are exceptions in people, but the, the modern fashion industry is not leaping forward sustainability and the more evolved the minimalism, but it's leaping towards for you buying more, but also we are producing this thing more ethically, but it costs like fucking a lot. And uh, at the same time, we're having the same H&M and Zara and other brands, like no-name brands, who are producing like the same clothes in the pretty flavor conditions. They are paying nothing and people, the most people, will buy this thing from the companies who are not ethically producing clothing. Because what? Yes, because the price is much lower for these clothes and for these goods. And so these flavor conditions, especially in China and India, will continue happening and it will continue growing. Of course, there will be exceptions in brands which will have like sustainable clothes, which will have ethically produced clothing. But for the most of the mass market, we'll still have these flavor conditions because of the money. And so as the last part of this episode, I would like to mention the factors of why darker future is coming. First of all, if we are talking about Europe, war is already here, like we have already Ukraine, and uh, the question may be, like, why does this war concern the rest of Europe? And the thing is that more money spent on defense in the last year in Europe means less money for development in other spheres, the same medicine, the same ecology, like the things which will actually work, the same solving of the problems of the mass population of the same Europe. Like, we are spending more money on defense because of this conflict, because before, for decades, Europe has spent less and less money on the same defense systems, on, on army, and so on. Next thing is that humanity has reached almost its limits. Here we're talking about physical and mental capabilities of people, about sleep deprivation, and just in order for a regular person to like get a really good pay grade. And also here I want to mention the things which I have mentioned before, and that's minimal activities throughout the day. Like for example, modern delivery, internet capabilities, cheap taxi, work from home gave you access in order not to move like almost at all. And so right now, this thing, like humanity has reached its limits in laziness, and at the same time, the other part of people who are like really, really living in not a good conditions, these people are reaching its limits in physical and mental capabilities, and here we go with another mental health problem. Of course, talking about dark future, we cannot be mentioned climate change, which is projected to cause increasing natural disasters, food and water, water shortages, and loss of habitat for many species. And the modern policies all around the globe are not helping at all because lots of, lots of these things are actually being made in order to look good on a newspaper, like on a tabloid, like we're going green. But at the same time, we are producing like non-green thing in, in this sphere, in that sphere, like uh, we're using only electrical vehicles and we don't give a fuck about how cobalt is getting made, about 
what we will do with lithium-ion batteries and so on. Like, it's, uh, it's the thing for actually tabloids and for a really good name and for a really good slogan. Next thing, which was talking about for a really, really long period of time, even, even before me, and that's overpopulation, because actually last year the population of the world has reached 8 billion people. And it took us, what, a decade in order to get another billion people in the, around the globe? And of course, increasing amount of population in, in our world will lead to lots of problems, and that will be worse, it will be shortages of food and water, even if we wouldn't have climate change, it will also have great impact on climate change, it will increase the gap between poor and wealthy people, and so on. The next thing which can go hand in hand with overpopulation and climate change, and that's economic inequality. Because with growing wealth gap between the rich and poor, and increased poverty in many regions, we will have lots of problems, and the most obvious solution for the people who are not on the good side, not on the wealthy side of the gap, will be that that they should take these wealthy, these, these actually good things by force. And here we have a pretty big risk of a new war, new civil war. Next thing is political instability and conflict, as countries compete for resources and power, here I can uh, mention the plot from Battlefield 2042, when uh, there are global war for resources, but right now I, I really cannot mention that. Uh, like, I shouldn't mention that because we have live going war on the European continent right now, and not for resources. Here we are talking about political ambitions of one person. And here we have, here we have propaganda, here we have mass casualties, here we have lots of resources spent on defense instead of going it to the good things. Next thing is that depletion of natural resources, such for example as oil, water, minerals, may lead to a resource for a resource war and economical challenges. The same as before and before, more people, less resources, and obviously it will be fight for it. Next thing, and as comments have shown us, that the spread of diseases, as new pandemics will emerge and existing diseases become resistant to treatments. Here can be mentioned the bacteria, which are resistant to antibiotics, and uh, it's not uh, it's not the thing which can happen like somewhere, like once upon a time. But right now we are having lots of bacteria which are resistant for lots of antibiotics, and or even for all of them. And right now I'm talking only about known pathogens. And the same COVID-19 wasn't discovered before the December of 2019. And so, like, new pandemics will emerge. That's not a question of whether, it's the question of when. So here we may have, like, another gap in the economical gap between the poor and wealthy, between uh, development, between developed countries and undeveloped countries, and so on. And last but not least is cybersecurity threats, with increasing reliance on digital technologies and growing sophistication of cyber criminals. Because right now, all you need to become a criminal is actually your laptop and some knowledge of cyber security. Because right now, you can actually, by using the same thing as phishing, you can get pretty great amount of money simply by phishing, simply by getting people's money without their knowledge. And that's one of the most easiest things you can think of. 
Anyway, these challenges have the potential to create a dark future, but it's important to note that there are also many efforts underway to address these issues and find solutions. It's possible that with cooperation and innovation, a better future can be achieved, but this episode was more about dark future which has happened to us after the year 2019 with the pandemic, war and other problems. Anyway, stay safe, hear you next time.